that moves the wave, you know? And, and we know that's because of the moon, you know. We'll get into that. That's another podcast for another day. No, it's not. It's not our podcast. It's quite literally <laughs> someone else's podcast about titles. Titles. <laughs> not tides. Titles. Uh, Quick Jay-Z, plug for J- the moon yeah, podcast. <laughs> or, or title, Jay-Z streaming platform. Yes. Yeah, the Tide podcast on title. We might get sued for that, but that's probably worth it. Good notoriety. You know what? It is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Where was I going with this? We don't have any money. (laughs) Right. Go ahead. Sue me. You're not going to get anything. Uh, I dare you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Faith to Go podcast, your one-stop shop for everything you need to have faith discussions throughout your week with your friends and with your family. My name is David Tremaine, and I'm the director of faith formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral in San Diego. And I'm Maya Little Sonia, and I'm the youth minister. I'm Jackie Pippin, and I'm the digital resource curator. And we're still all together in the same room. Still. (laughs) (laughs) No, meaning we have been here for a week. We just never left. Weeks weeks at a time. Uh, There's one rule of Fight Club. We're all still together. (laughs) We're still very excited to all be together. Uh, Like the Trinity. We've got one more (laughs) podcast to round out the three podcasts that we do together. The Trinitarian podcast. Um, But we are in the season after Pentecost for the week of June 16th. And we thank you for tuning in to this week's Faith to Go podcast, where we're going to take some time to each highlight a point from the gospel um, to help kickstart your uh, reflections, uh, faith reflections this week, or your faith conversations if you're going to have any. I I don't know who you talk to about what. That's not our job. We're just here to equip you, like the advocate. Right. We're here to equip you. <laughs> if you don't have anyone to talk to for about a, these things, for whatever you just, you're going to do, that was you're a overly equipped. Week. If you're going to talk to yourself, that's great. If anyone ever you mentions you. God, you're like, hey, you I do have you. You always <laughs> have so God well to equipped. talk to. Yeah. So we are in the season after Pentecost and the week after Pentecost, which is also Trinity Sunday. What? What? Yes. So we're going to talk about the Trinity today. And we're going to hear Jesus uh, refer to the Trinity today. Not Jesus never said, hey, guess what? This is the Trinity. But Jesus does, and especially in this farewell discourse, which we've been talking about for, it seems like, 10 years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna, he's gonna, he refers to the Father himself as the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, or the Advocate, uh, very clearly, and, in, and, and talks about the relationship between them. So that's what we're going to get into today in the Gospel. Again, if you have any questions or comments or stories from your week of faith discussion that you'd like to share with us, that you'd like to have answered or shared on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can send those directly to us uh, to faith2go at stpaulcathedral.org. You can also send us a message through Instagram at faith2go, or you can contact us through the website where you can also find all of this week's faith2go resources for those faith discussions with your families at www.myfaith2go.org. So, the uh, gospel for this week, Trinity Sunday in year C, or the first Sunday after Pentecost, is John 16, 12 to 15, and Jackie is going to read it as she sits at the same table that we are at in the same physical room and location. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, 
and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Boom. Short and sweet. Love it. <laughs> <From> Boom. <Jesus. laughs> I'm sure he said that, that thus saith the Lord. Yeah. Boom. Yes. Verse 16 just starts. And Jesus said, boom. And the disciples looked in awe. Boom, boom, pow. And Jack and Moss So, okay. So we, again, are in the farewell discourse of John, chapter 16. Two chapters from ahead of last week's uh, gospel from Pentecost. And one chapter ahead of Jesus' arrest and betrayal in Jerusalem. So uh, Jesus here is, is going into a little bit more depth about uh, what, you know, what the Holy Spirit is, what the Advocate is, what the Spirit of Truth is, and how it relates us to one another and relates to the Father and to him as the Son. So um, Jackie has the first point, and each one of us are going to kind of talk about some aspect of, of that. There's only four verses, so we could each just take a verse, but... Uh, no, we couldn't. We'd be there's, worse. We'd there's, be worse <laughs> there's only four verses, so it's not a whole, there's not like a lot of words, but there's a lot of content to expand upon. So Jackie's got the first point. My point comes from the verse 13, where it talks about the spirit of truth. Um, and my point about truth is that in, in our society and in our everyday life and in our relationships, like the truth that we hunger for flows out of our relationships with other people. And this is the kind of truth that, truth that helps us to develop and cement our relationships. And I think that this truth really comes from a notion of finding God in other people. And finding God in other people helps us to see their humanity helps us to see who they are as people and helps us to really develop uh, that notion of truth. And that that inevitably like helps us to bring glory into the world when we look for the truth in other people and we connect with them about that and we grow deeper in our relationships with them, but also our faith because of that, we end up glorifying God. This uh, Johannine uh, evangelist, the author of the gospel, is is writing and thinking about the this advocate. It can sometimes sound like they're saying that you know the truth of of the gospel, the truth of Jesus, the truth of the tradition is relative to the time. But relativity isn't really the right word. It's like what you're saying is that the truth is relational and not relative. That the truth is found in relationship with ourselves and with one another and being in authentic relationship with where we are, our context, who we are, and who other people are. And it even says that about the Holy Spirit or, or the spirit of truth. It says it will, it will not speak on its own, but will speak whatever it hears and will declare to you the things that are to come. It doesn't speak on its own. It speaks in relationship, you know, right. and, and neither do we speak on our own. Like what the truth that... The, the relationality of truth, the truth that we can know about God and about the gospel is not just something we, we make up, but it, right. it, it is within the context of a tradition, in, within the context of a community, and within the context of relationality with all these different manifestations of God and creation. And then, though, and then those things reveal to us truth, like you're saying, that when we seek truth in other people, we like find truth in ourselves. 
And, and I think in that, that there's an opportunity for truth to change. Mm-hmm. Um, like how we read these readings and we've had some of the same readings over and over, but how we can talk about different points because since we've had that reading, we have experienced different things and we've had different relationships and we've lived our lives and that reveals a different truth um, that can be that can be our truth that day when we're reading that verse. And so that notion of, you know, there is an absolute truth that is God, Mm -hmm. but besides that, there is a lot of gray area where Mm -hmm. we can exist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and that absolute truth can take many forms that aren't constant and static, which goes into my point. (laughs) Um, I thought these few verses really spoke about the nature of the Trinity, which, you know, you might imagine is why for the gospel for this Sunday, <laughs> but I was just, um, it's just a very interesting thing to read, uh, because, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but what does that mean? You know, how does this work? And I think Jesus really kind of, um, explains that quite well here, or at least speaks to this kind of, um, dynamic that happens within the Trinity, where, the Holy, and especially pertaining to the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit is this energy and it's this like fluidity that goes between and through and exists between the relationship between the Father and the Son. You know, um, it's this thing that is a spirit of truth that guides us, that moves us, that, and, and them as well. And it, I thought an interesting way to think about it is um, so you have the ocean, right? We have the Pacific one pretty close by uh so does jackie most days just the other side uh and and waves for example um are the ocean but they are distinct iterations of the ocean you know we could say that you know this wave that wave and but they all exist within this body of being and we know you know from a you know science uh, that what moves the wave is you know energy you know, this, this uh, kinetic energy that flows between, that moves the wave, you know. The Holy Spirit is like this energy that moves the wave, but also the ocean is moved within the wave because yeah. it is the ocean mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we can think of it, it as like with, within this body of water that encompasses all of these iterations of being, there's still like this movement and this... Um, force, but they are distinct things of the same thing that we can identify as distinct and the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that affect per- us differently, right? And it provides like the way that Jesus is talking about it here, and the 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 Holy Spirit adds this dynamism and movement to the Trinity. That what that other if it was just Jesus speaking about himself and the Father. Those two things can be that can seem pretty static because the Father is kind of this monolithic, you know, eternal, unchanging, seeming figure, mm-hmm. and Jesus, you know, was took on a body and had a, a body, and and like we can imagine that as being kind of static, mm-hmm. but the, the 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 Holy Spirit being part of the Trinity makes the Trinity dynamic in that it is like constantly evolving and moving and changing. And there's like, there's a movement added to this stasis that it's not really, it's eternal, but it's not static. Right. You know, it is, it, it is transcendent, but it's not changeless. 
It is right. transcendent, but it's also imminent. It's you know? constant and, so there's, and it's changing. Yeah. So know? there's a constant change happening even in these eternal changeless things. Changeless and it's changing. Yeah. As, so it's, and we can all attest to that, you know, that everything is always changing around us. Right. So we have something, we, we have the experience of taking part in the Holy Spirit in that we kind of, we kind of live into an illusion that we are static, that we are unchanging. But that's not true. Nobody today is the same as they were yesterday. Whether they're acting the same, thinking the same thoughts, it's just not real. The idea, the idea that we don't change is an illusion. That is like our ego telling us that yeah. we're static, that we're, you know, that we don't change, that we're not growing. And that would mean that we would be in not, we'd be unaffected by the things we exist with. I mean, right. that's not the case. Yeah. Any more than it's, it's the same that the, that the Father and the Son and God as a whole then is this constant movement, constant change, and, you know, etern- eternal at the right. same time. Um, but that kind that kind of adaptation and change is is kind of what is my point and the thing that I want to highlight from this reading that um, one thing that we one thing about this one one thing that is true of this gospel is that it's coming out of this Johannine community that has a very specific idea of how the trans tradition of Jesus is being passed along. Mm-hmm. So in the other gospels, this is the only gospel that doesn't have like the words of institution at the last supper. So there's no part in John's gospel where it says, and Jesus, you know, picked up a glass of wine and bread and blessed them and broke them and passed them around and said, do this, you know, for the re- remembrance of me. Paul talks about that tradition also, and that, that that is the tradition that has been passed along. But that word passed along in Paul is like handed over. And so what, what this word in here, uh, in this first verse, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. That has, it's a different verb, but it still has this thought, this idea of like bearing, like picking things up with your hands, like carrying things with your hands. So it's like a it's like the Johannine way, John's way of thinking about how the tradition of Jesus and the spirit of truth and the truth of that tradition gets passed along. And so it's not passed along by in like a static form from one human to another. It's not this static thing like you do this forever and ever and ever and ever mm-hmm. the same thing. Because in John that those words of institution don't exist. So there isn't, is it, there's no part where Jesus says, this is the thing I'm doing, do this thing. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus is talking about being living bread and living water and living wine. It's like Jesus, there's this constant, um, there's this presence that Jesus will continue to have as the Johannine community understands it. This, this community of John and whoever wrote this gospel. And so there's something about the, this like ongoing work of the spirit of truth, of the advocate, the Holy Spirit, that it brings, it's exactly what you're talking about, making what seems static actually dynamic, but also grounded in tradition. So that it actually is not possible for Jesus to tell them all of the truth because all of the truth has not yet become. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like the truth is constantly becoming through the work of the Holy Spirit. So that like what Jackie said is is true. It's like this is the living word of God, not because all of the words in it are all we ever need, but that the words continue to reveal to us new truths of ourselves mm-hmm. and of God. And so there's this continuity of both a like whole tradition and and truth and something that is constantly being unfolded before us Mm -hmm. and revealed and that that is the work of the spirit for us that this spirit in us is is bearing forth the the tradition and the truth that jesus was was preaching and teaching and the gospel so that the gospel doesn't stop at at the last word of john's gospel but the gospel continues to be revealed in us and through us right now so that's three points for this gospel this very short gospel yeah. Already? Three. I know. We're very efficient. Uh, point number one was Jackie's, and it was about the relationality of truth uh, rather than the relativity of truth and how the importance of being in relationship to, to know the truth of God and that eternal truth that Jesus speaks of in the Spirit. Uh, number two was Maya's about the Trinity and the dynamism of the Holy Spirit in the Trinity uh, added to this kind of changeless eternity of the Father and the Son. There's also this stat, this um, dynamic, ever-unfolding thing of the Holy Spirit. And then following from that was my point three, that it is this spirit of truth, this advocate, this Holy Spirit that continues to unfold the truth of the gospel in us forever and ever and ever uh, until the end of time. Um, And so that's our three points. So uh, having heard that discussion, Jackie is going to read the gospel one more time and see if you hear anything different this time through. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All right. That's our podcast for this week. Uh of June 16th, Trinity Sunday, the first Sunday after Pentecost. We will be back next week for the second Sunday after Pentecost. Uh, And make sure to go check out all of those Faith to Go resources at www.myfaithtogo.org. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, or stories from your week of faith discussion, you can contact us through the website or send us an email to faithtogo at stpaulcathedral.org or direct message us through Instagram and follow us on Instagram at faith2go. Make sure to rate and review this podcast and make sure to tune in next week because we will not be reading from the Gospel of John (gasps) for the first time in I don't know how long. What? Long time. I feel like, honestly, Luke has got his spotlight taken away from him. Like, this is supposed to be his year. And I know, like, Easter, you don't usually, but come on. It just feels like it's a bit much, you know? Once we get into the season after Pentecost, we really get into the gospel for the year. I sure hope so, for Luke's sake, you know? We'll be hearing from Luke soon. And until then, we say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.